and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Every day we stand in an epic spiritual battle between good and evil, and safety is of the Lord. This is Truth Dealer Radio. Warning believers to wake up and be sober, encouraging believers to stand on the Word of God, and motivating believers to be truth dealers with a bold witness for Jesus Christ in these end times. And now the host of Truth Dealer Radio, Brian Moonen. It's Truth O'Clock. Praise God. Welcome back to Truth Dealer Radio, where no matter what time zone you're in, it's Truth O'Clock. I'm Brian Moon, and I'm sounding the alarm asking you to wake up and join the battle for truth. The truth is God's word. The word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow as a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Hebrews 4.12 Again, welcome back to Truth Dealer Radio. This week we're going to be talking about biblical cosmology. And this is a topic that has been in the news somewhat on the internet, at least a lot the past few years, with people debating back and forth about these issues that have to do with where we live and how God created the world. And this is an integral part of believing in creation. Um, You either believe what the Bible says or you discard it and make up your own story of creation. You can't really mix evolution and creation together as some postmodernists try to do. What I'm talking about today refers back to an article that I wrote and that I posted on truthdealer.news. That is our other website. We have truthdealer-radio.com, which is where you can support this program if you choose to. And it's where you can also listen for free and download also on iTunes and Blog Talk Radio. But truthdealer.news is our other site that we're slowly building up. There's a lot of information on that site about many different things, political happenings, end times, information that is vital to understand if you have a Christian worldview, and it will help you in talking to your friends, family, co-workers about the things that are going on in the world, huge, epic things that are happening right before our eyes. So on that site, truthdealer.news, I have a section for creation truth versus evolution theory, and it's in the sound doctrine section on the site where we have different studies, and this is Bible-based information, amen, this is all based on the Word of God. And so I'm going to kind of follow along with that article here on today's show. Until a few years ago, I had not heard of this term, geocentricity, and you may have never heard that term. Um, To my knowledge, I don't remember ever hearing it. And I had been systematically taught from grade school on up another worldview that was heliocentricity. And so until I got saved at the age of 30 in 2004, um, then the Lord began teaching me from his word about these whole topics of creation and evolution. In fact, that was one of the very first things that I got interested in as God was leading me into his word right before I got saved. I heard a lot of teaching on the radio. Praise God for the radio. Amen. I believe in the power of God's word going out over the radio waves. 
in videos on YouTube, and yes, even on shirts that we make. And if, if you are interested in getting Christian apparel, you can find my designs, my Christian apparel at kjvprepper.com. But anyway, we believe in that, and God used that in my life. And this teacher was teaching about creation versus evolution. I was so interested, I had never heard it before. Because I went to secular universities where I was basically brainwashed into one worldview. And they don't show you both sides. They don't encourage you to make up your own mind. They don't want you to think, basically. I hate to tell you that, but they squelch freedom of speech and freedom of thought in many universities, especially now. But even back then, a long time ago when I was there, that's the way it was. And until I was shown all this information, I didn't even realize that. But after seeing it, I remember being struck by, A, wow, I got this great degree from this great place. I was never told any of this scientific information before. That got me really wondering why. Of course, now I know the reason why is that the devil doesn't want anyone to know that God created the world. He wants everyone to think that it's all a big accident and that we're basically animals. So you're not accountable to God for your sin. That's what the devil wants you to think. But the Bible teaches otherwise. Amen. The Bible teaches us that God created the world. It's a special place. Mankind is the pinnacle of creation. We're created in God's image after God's image. And he sent his only begotten son, the Lord Jesus Christ, to die for us because we're sinners. We sinned. We rebelled against God. We broke his commandments. He sent his only begotten son to die on the cross in our place, to take the punishment we deserve. That's how important the earth is. That's how important where we are, what we are, who we are. Jesus died for us, and he rose again on the third day. So all these things are very important. It's not a big accident. We're not just on a rock spinning around out of control randomly um, with millions of other aliens and Chewbacca and everybody else out there somewhere. Jesus became, he lowered himself. He became a man. The son of God took on flesh so that he could take the punishment that man deserved. When God judged the earth with a flood, it was because man sinned. So when we look at what the Bible really says, it's a clear picture of creation. And geocentricity is part of that picture. And what that teaches is what everybody used to believe before Copernicus came along with his Catholic. And he he did have pagan influences because he learned Plato and different other pagans that changed his worldview, which he promoted, which was anti-Christ, anti-biblical. Anytime you teach something that goes against the Bible, it's anti-Christ, okay? Because Jesus Christ, he is the living word of God. The word of God is not separate from Jesus Christ. If you're teaching against the Bible, the spirit of anti-Christ is behind that. It is not the Holy Spirit that's behind that. The Holy Spirit testifies as to the truth of God's word. So that's what we're doing on Truth Dealer Radio. So I want to continue here with the article. Geocentricity teaches that the earth is stationary and fixed and that everything else is moving around the earth. Okay, and this model was believed and this was the consensus that the Bible was true and correct and creation stood in agreement with the Bible, okay? And then along came Copernicus who was, he had pagan influences and his new theory came out of the blue that everything in the solar system revolved around the sun. 
And as you know, if you know anything about pagan religions, many of them, slash most of them, have something called sun worship. They literally revolve around the sun. They worship the sun. S-U-N. So this was not a surprise for them to pivot and change the focus of the whole entire creation to being the sun. Copernicus based his new theory on his romantic view of the occultic sun worship teachings of Plato, as observed by somebody named Karl Popper. Quote, Copernicus studied in Bologna under the Platonist Navarra, and Copernicus's idea of placing the sun rather than the earth in the center of the universe was not the result of new observations, but of a new interpretation of old and well-known facts in the light of semi-religious Platonic and Neoplatonic ideas. The crucial idea can be tracked back to the sixth book of Plato's Republic, where we can read that the sun plays the same role in the realm of visible things as does the idea of the good in the realm of ideas. Now, the idea of the good is the highest in the hierarchy of Platonic ideas. Accordingly, the sun, which endows visible things with their visibility, vitality, growth, and progress, is the highest in the hierarchy of the visible things in nature. Now, if the sun was to be given pride of place, if the sun merited a divine status, then it was hardly possible for it to revolve around the earth. The only fitting place for so exalted a star was the center of the universe, so the earth was bound to revolve around the sun. This Platonic idea, then, forms the historical background of the Copernican Revolution. It does not start with observations, but with a religious or mythological idea. End quote. When we come back, we're going to see what the Bible has to say and continue to explore this idea of geocentricity. We'll be right back on Truth Dealer Radio. Truth Dealer Radio is listener supported. If you are led to support this ministry, there is a way to do that at truthdealer-radio.com. Christian apparel like KJV Prepper Witness Wear can be a bold witness to the unsaved and encourage believers in the Lord Jesus Christ. All designs are original and all apparel is printed here in beautiful upstate New York. Visit KJVPrepper.com for effective Christian apparel worn to worn. Praise God. Welcome back to Truth Dealer Radio. I just want to mention again, too, that we are right now having 10% off the sale prices for this month, celebrating three years online. KJVPrepper.com, Christian Apparel Worn to Worn. If you're interested in that, that is my business. Now, getting back to our study, before the break, we learned that the ideas that Copernicus came up with did not stem from observations. They stem from mythological writings and pagan religious views. But the Bible, without any debate, clearly teaches in Genesis that the earth, in fact, was created before the sun. Light existed before the sun was created by God, and before the moon was created by God, and before the stars were created by God. He said, let there be light, and there was light, and God saw that it was good. Amen? And God is the source of that light. Amen? Jesus Christ is the source of all life, and he upholds all of creation by his power. Amen. Colossians 1, 16 through 17 says, For by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, 
visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created by him and for him, and he is before all things, and by him all things consist. By him, by Jesus Christ the Lord, all things consist. He created the earth before he created the sun. God made the sun on the fourth day. The Bible also teaches, without any room for debate, that the sun and the moon are moving, and that the earth is stable and fixed. It does not move, and when it does, it's usually a bad event, a scary event, like an earthquake, or a judgment, or something, you know, when the earth shakes, you go, whoa, what's going on? It doesn't feel right. Now, these people that believe in, they'll think you're crazy, you might think this sounds wild, but... Did you know that people who believe that the earth goes around the sun, and they teach that to everybody, they still believe that the sun moves because they think everything is flying through space. Everything. The sun is moving. It's just not going through the sky. It's just not moving around. We're twisting and turning, and the sun is going a different way, and it just all happens to look like how it looks. Instead of taking for the observation of what we see and believing the Bible. So they have created all kinds of theories and all kinds of things after this to make an excuse to try and prove why it's true. So all these other things that came afterwards, it's like when you tell one lie, you have to keep lying to cover up the first lie. It gets more and more outlandish. That's what they've had to do. And of course, this led to evolution. But it's not up for debate that the Bible teaches that the earth does not move. Um Psalm 104.1 and verse 5. Bless the Lord, O my soul. O Lord, my God, thou art very great. Thou art clothed with honor and majesty, who laid the foundations of the earth, that it should not be removed forever. So if, if let me just pause there. I just want to remind you, okay, this is what the devil's goal is for you to hear God's word and think, that couldn't be right. But what he does want you to believe in is that lightning struck some water and, well, first, nothing exploded somehow. Don't ask me where that energy came from or where the matter came from because they can't answer that question. They cannot answer that question. But what they teach is that nothing exploded somehow and randomly organized itself into everything. And everything has intelligent design right down to the cellular level. It's like complex machines in our bodies and everything. Every, anything that's alive is systematically has the fingerprints of God, intelligent design. Information can never come from anything but intelligence. Okay, this is one of the documented laws of nature. This is science. Information is not matter, okay? Information can only come from an intelligent source. It's not matter. It cannot come from material it comes from outside, in other words. It has to be designed and programmed in. When you have something that is a code in creation, it came from outside. It is put there by God. It is evidence. Okay, so if you are out there and you believe in evolution, you have to prove there's no God. You have to prove where that intelligent design came from. The problem is on you. Not on me for believing that God created everything because the evidence is there in creation that God is the intelligent designer like he says he is in the Bible. He said 
In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. God created. That's what the first sentence in the Bible declares. American mathematician Norbert Weiner made this statement. Information is information, neither matter nor energy. With this, okay, he acknowledged a very significant thing. Information is not a material entity. Information arises only through will, intention, and purpose. It can never be an accident. It can never be random, especially when it results in organization and creation of life. This is a scientific fact. It cannot be disproven. Information is not material. It is not tangible. It can only arise from an intelligent source. Now, if you want to believe it's aliens and not God, that's your faith. That's your problem. You'll face God and you'll answer to God for it. But that's your own choice. That's your own religion. Anytime you find a code or information, it had to come from an intelligent source. And this is what we find in life. You can't just remake life. God can. God can do that miracle, amen? And he knit all of us together in our mother's wombs. God can make life, and God can take life away, too. That's a warning for those of you who scoff at the Lord and at his word. But, so then everything randomly, after it randomly exploded, it all organized itself into everything and made itself be alive. Then, of course, everything transformed, you know, transformers into everything else more complex. And then eventually, apes became people. Just to refresh your course on what you're supposed to believe. It's not supposed to sound like a fairy tale. It's supposed to sound like, you know, super scientific. Really what it sounds like is foolish lies from the devil. Because that's what it is. Nowhere else in the world do we believe any such fantastic lies people are so desperate to believe it because they want to be free from the accountability of being accountable to the living God for their sin. They want to believe it, you see? And this is what people do because they think, oh, that's a good excuse. I don't have to be accountable to God. All that stuff in the Bible about I have to face God and be judged and that I'm a sinner and, you know, why Jesus died on the cross. That can't be right because all this other stuff isn't right. See, creation is very, very important. If the Bible's wrong about that, it's the first chapter of the Bible, why would you believe anything else in the Bible? But you see, it's God's own testimony about how he created the universe. And it's truth. It's 100% truth. And that's why it's important to talk about it and teach about it and not ignore it. So somebody named Neville Jones made this observation about what everything's supposed to be doing. Whilst we sit drinking our cup of tea or coffee, the world is supposedly rotating at 1,039 miles per hour at the equator. Whizzing around the sun at 66,600 miles per hour. It's an interesting number, isn't it? With the 666 right in there. Hurling towards Lyra at 20,000 miles per hour, revolving around the center of the, quote, Milky Way at 500,000 miles per hour, and merrily moving at God knows what velocity, as a consequence of the, quote, Big Bang, and not even a hint of the ripple on the surface of your tea. Yet, tap the table lightly with your finger. See, here's my coffee right next to me. 
There's the ripple. It's truth. Observation demands that all that movement, all that force, would demonstrate, would be observable, would be felt by our senses. So they made up more things and said, no, everything is just magically glued in somehow. Everything, the air and everything. But you know, the lightest little feather can float by. A nice leaf can fall down and follow the little path, the little airway. It's not being blown a thousand miles an hour and you can see it's not. So it is ridiculous on its face when you really stop and think about it. The reason why we don't feel the earth moving is because we're not. We don't. The Bible clearly teaches that the earth is stationary and that the sun rises and sets, as does the moon. So in First Chronicles 16.30 says, Fear before him all the earth, the world also shall be stable, that it be not moved. That it be not moved. Psalm 93.1, The Lord reigneth. He is clothed with majesty. The Lord is clothed with strength. Wherewith he hath girded himself, the world also is established that it cannot be moved. So you see how important that verse is? That is comparing the fact that the world is established. It can't be moved. It's strong. It's in its place. Its firm foundation is in place, upheld by God. And it's comparing that to the strength of the Lord. So if you take away that strength... See how that's an insult to the Lord God himself? Because this is God's word. God put this fact here, this analogy here. So the devil likes stuff like that. You see, it's a, it's a slap in God's face. Just as the Lord is clothed with strength, the world also established that it cannot be moved. Psalm 96.10, Say among the heathen that the Lord reigneth. The world also shall be established that it shall not be moved. He shall judge the people righteously. Again, it's tied in with God's strength, God's righteousness, and the work that he did. It's a miracle that he made this place. Here is the earth, here for his purposes, and it shall not be moved. The Bible also teaches clearly that God has, in in times past, he has stopped the sun and the moon from moving. Let me repeat that. He has stopped the sun and the moon from moving. That means what? That means that they were moving through the sky. He didn't stop the earth so that it looks like the sun stops moving. It says he stopped the sun, and it was a miracle. Joshua ten thirteen, and the sun stood still, and the moon stayed, until the people had avenged themselves upon their enemies. Is not this written in the book of Jasher? So the sun stood still in the midst of heaven, and hasted not to go down about a whole day. Praise God, what an awesome miracle. So even world-renowned scientists must cling to their false faith of evolution when trying to desperately explain away the fact that the Earth is the center of the universe. Stephen Hawking said this, All this evidence that the universe looks the same whichever direction we look in might seem to suggest there is something special about our place in the universe. In particular, it might seem that if we observe all other galaxies to be moving away from us, then we must be at the center of the universe. We reject it only on grounds of modesty. And that's supposed to be funny, ha ha, wink wink. But there's really no scientific reason to reject it. The reason they reject it is because they don't want to believe the Bible. That's the only reason. It's not ha ha, wink wink, we reject it on the grounds of modesty. 
No, it's because the Bible teaches that mankind is created in the image of God and that God made the earth for us and he placed man here. Amen? And that there's a battle going on here for the souls of men and women and children. This is the center of that battle, okay? And this is where Jesus Christ is going to come back to, by the way. He's not going to come back to planet Vulcan where Spock is or some other place. He's going to come back and set his feet on the Mount of Olives in Jerusalem. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. And he's going to judge this world because this is the world that he created. This is the world that he sent his only begotten son to to die for the sins of mankind. This is the place. This is where it's happening, okay? The earth. Think about how much life exists on this world alone. There's things in the oceans that we don't even know about still yet. They keep discovering new life forms right here on the earth. There's so much intricate, intelligent design in everything from insects to large animals. None of it's an accident. And this is the center of God's creation. And mankind is created in the image of God. We have an immortal side to us. We don't cease to exist when we die and go back into the dust. Our souls are at stake. And your conscience tells you that. That's what God says. And this place is the center of all of this action that's going on. So Hollywood puts out all the science fiction and everything has to do with everything but what I just talked about. All this life and all these space battles and everything else with with new age religious connotations mixed in to deceive even more. And all they want to do is get you away from what the Bible teaches. Because the Bible is very simple. If you read it, you either have faith or you don't. Because God's word is black and white. So you can trust man or you can trust God. That would be your failure if you trust man. Someone else, Lawrence Krauss, in 2009 said... Without dark energy, the earth must be literally at the center of the universe, which is, to say at the least, unusual. Again, there's no defense. There's no reason why. So they had to go and create this thing now they call it dark energy. They just made it up a few years ago to explain past the evidence that they were finding. Everything points to the fact that the earth is at the center of the universe. Well, that's weird. That can't be right. So then they start making up all these new theories to explain it away. Now they call it dark energy. Yeah, it's very dark. They're not going to be able to explain it to the Lord when he comes back because he's clear about creation and he's clear about the fact that the earth doesn't move, the sun does. And that's why I just want to bring it out to your attention and let you study it further. If you do want to go to this article at truthdealer.news, there's actually a few books you can download, free PDFs, with a lot more Bible references and a lot more scientific information mixed in. I hope you look into that. And we're going to do other shows about other topics that relate to biblical cosmology in the future. For now, I just want to thank you for listening. I hope this has been encouraging. If you're a Christian out there, stand firm on God's word and don't apologize for what the word of God says. Amen. We know the Lord is true. The Lord does not lie. He's not like a man. And he said that he created the earth in six days, and he said that the earth shall not be moved. And he stopped the sun. That means the sun was going across the sky, and there's other verses that talk about how the sun is like a strong man running a race. So God is no fool. 
all of these issues, we need to stand firm on God's word, okay? I'm just reminding and encouraging and edifying you. Don't be afraid. The spirit of fear is from the devil. God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind, okay? So stand firm on the power of God and his word. And thank you for listening. God bless you all. Be tuning again next time and be strong. Truth Dealer Radio is listener supported. If you are led to support this ministry, there is a way to do that at truthdealer-radio.com. Truth Dealer Radio. No matter what time zone you're in, it's truth o'clock. Truthdealerradio.com. You keep talking about Jesus. Some folks out there just might be listening.